Hi, girly pops. It's Mackenzie. And Skyla. And this is She She Said Said It. It. We're back this week, and we have lots of updates to talk about. Oh, do we? (laughs) I think Skyla needs to start. Oh, God. Because Skyla has the most updates going on. Um... Yeah, let's just throw it all out there. I got laid off. (laughs) (laughs) So it's Tuesday today. So I got laid off last Thursday Mm -hmm. um, in a really shitty way. She just called me and basically told me it was over, which I guess a problem within itself. Um, But yeah, I mean, it sucks. What was her reason? stupid reasons like well she once said that she couldn't pay me shut off with that like she couldn't give me the hours and she didn't have enough money to pay me and then it then spiraled into that I'm not assertive enough and then it then spiraled into I don't gossip with her enough and so it was just like a really toxic environment Mm -hmm. I think and um yeah, super shitty. Called me at 8.30 in the morning just to start my day off. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. But I think it's for the best. Mm-hmm. I'm having an optimistic attitude about you it. You really are. I'm really trying. I have noticed that. <laughs> Thanks. I've noticed you've been a lot more optimistic. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep myself busy. Yeah. And see the opportunity in having the time. Because mm-hmm. I've never had time to just like – do whatever I want. Yeah. And now it's like, ooh, what's my plan for the day? I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. because I feel like it, you know? Whereas, like, usually I'd be like, oh, I don't want to get 6 a.m. from work. Yeah. But just because, like, I can, it's it's fun to go to workout classes or um, just, like, run errands in the day. So. Do podcast stuff. Do podcast stuff. Yeah. Gives us more time to put our – energy into this yeah true it's much easier to do this like during the day versus like after work or right whatever mm-hmm. and I'm just happy I don't have to deal with her bullshit anymore <laughs> to be honest with you so I'm like very happy good I'm glad what about you um honestly same old same old with me um we named our puppy Frankie <laughs> Sweet baby. Took us two weeks to name him. But that's okay. But we all are happy with it. Good. Because none of us could agree. Yeah. But Frankie it is, and Frankie is a little shit, (laughs) but I love him. He wakes up at three in the morning. He wants to just play and bark at three in the morning. And I'm like, oh, buddy, I'm half asleep right now. Yeah. But he's a good boy, and he makes us happy. So that's my only update. That's good. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any other updates. I feel like something else happened. You've been looking at wedding venues. Oh, my God. I didn't even tell you. What? We found the one, I think. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Um. On Saturday when we went and looked. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, after yoga. After yoga, we went and looked at one. And we really liked it. So we paid – um, a chunk of money for them to have the save the date. <gasps> You'll have so to we show haven't it to me. signed anything or anything, but because they at this venue they only do two weddings a month. For the month that we wanted, they had already one wedding planned, and then you can pick what day you whatever want. other day you gotcha, want. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, if you remember in our first episode, 
we talked about wanting to do a book club. Mm-hmm. And Skyla and I started reading Layla uh-huh. by Colleen Hoover. And we just finished it. And we have not discussed it we yet. We haven't. <laughs> We've been waiting till the pod. Yes. Um, you so good. So good. So good. I. It was so good. I actually did not like it at first. And I did. And, but I, I don't think that's a good, like an accurate representation of the book. Just because personally, I always have a hard time getting into books. Mm-hmm. So whatever book I'm reading, I always take a little bit to get into. Yeah, that's fair. So I wouldn't say that that's the most accurate representation mm-hmm. of Layla. But I am glad I stuck with it because it was, it was just... a totally different book than her usual vibe. Yes. Because usually if you know Colleen Hoover, it's very like romance and um, all about love and whatever. And it had some of that for sure. Mm-hmm. But this was like spooky. It was even kind of a different vibe than Verity. Oh, completely. You know, I... and Verity was good. Like Verity was a good mystery, but this was like ghostly creepy you know yeah I agree I totally and I agree. really liked it and I am really good at predicting twists you know what's funny are you gonna say that you knew it no what were you gonna say it was I am always good at predicting twists but I didn't predict this one really yeah I had a feeling I had a feeling only because in the beginning he had mentioned that some weird stuff had gone on with his ex. So this is going to be a spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, spoiler if you have alert. not read it <laughs> and, and you, you want, want to, then just, like, skip a couple minutes. So, essentially, the moral of the book is, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. The boyfriend has, like, a crazy ex-girlfriend and the ex-girlfriend, like, comes for them. She shoots them. Mm-hmm. She shoots the girl friend and the boyfriend comes back and like essentially shoots her and kills her Mm -hmm. and to make a long story short since they both like died simultaneously the ex-girlfriend's soul entered his current girlfriend's body his current girlfriend's body and then they revived her so she kind of came back the ex-girlfriend came back as the new girlfriend yes and was hiding it from him and then the actual girlfriend's soul was just kind of lost. Uh-huh. And they found this soul in a ha- in the bed and breakfast that they first met at. Mm-hmm. And... And she was, like, communicating to Leeds, the boyfriend. Um, and he was, like, falling in love with her. And at first you're kind of like, oh, what a dickhead. Yeah, I, I texted you. I go, yeah. Leeds is so annoying. He's, like, pissing me off because he's, like, falling in love with this ghost who overtakes his girlfriend's body to communicate to him and, and I was like, like he would say the sweetest things about Layla uh-huh. and how like he is so in love with her and she's so special and I'm like then how the fuck is he saying that he's falling out of love with Fall- her and like falling in love with this like ghost I was like I do not like you Leeds but it turns out that that was his actual girlfriend's soul yeah and that's why he was falling in love with her it was because it was the Layla that he had missed mm-hmm. and like she wasn't herself and I really liked it. I did too. I think it was a really clever way to like write a book about. And I did too. 
I like that it like was resolved in the end. I like that they found a way to switch the souls back and Mm -hmm. they ended up together. Like I really like that it happy ending. Like all came together Mm -hmm. in a positive way. There were moments in the book, I don't know about you, but when I would be laying there and literally out loud I would say, (gasps) Yeah, me too. And last night in bed I was reading it and Blake was like, What? I'm like, this just stuff happening. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was just one of those ones where it was like I don't know. I just had a very, like, outward reaction during this Well, book. I did, too, and that's because, like, normally I can predict. I'm really good at predicting things, yeah. especially in, like, TV shows. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I bet this is going to be the twist, and I'm really good at that. Mm-hmm. This one, I just – I wasn't even – I guess I wasn't even trying to think, like, oh, who could this soul be? Where could she come from? True. And when they found out that – when he thought that the soul was Sable – Uh-huh, the ex-girlfriend. I didn't even think – that like it could be switched and stuff I was like it just kept being like <gasps> like one yeah. after another and I was like oh my god I like That's didn't even true. think about this yeah like I said I feel like the only reason why I kind of was like could it be Sable is only because in the beginning he had said that like some weird things have happened with her and then he went into detail about how crazy she really right. was so I was like well when I also maybe. thought as I was reading like what was the point of talking so much about Sable in the beginning if uh-huh. it's just going to be this, like, random spirit? Uh-huh. But then I but then I was like, oh, I'll figure it out. So I wasn't really trying to find yeah. a solution. But I did wonder, like, there's a reason why, like, foreshadowing happens. Like, they're mm-hmm. not going to introduce a character for no reason. Mm-hmm. So I definitely was wondering how that was going to play out. But I didn't yeah. think it would have anything to do with, like, the spirit. I mean, all in all, I'd rate it, like, out of five stars. I'd get three and a half. That's it? Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but it wouldn't – It was. it's not one where it's, like, consuming my mind. Mm. There's a lot of other books that I've read where it just consumes my brain. Mm. This one, good. I liked it, but I don't think I'll think about it again. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was going to rate it, like, 4.5. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I thought it was really good. So did I. I just – for example, like Verity, Verity's five out of five because I'm like I always think about that Do you? book constantly. Layla, I just don't see ever like thinking back to it, but it was really. Good. Oh, I do. Okay, next book is Malibu Rising, and we'll let you know hopefully in like a month. Yeah, I mean, it took us a while to get into Layla, and then all of a sudden once we started reading it, we read it in like two days. Yeah. <laughs> so today's moral of the episode is going to be girl friendships. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've talked a lot about relationships and having a significant other and I feel like I want I don't want our whole podcast to be just about no, I like agree. boys. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be a really good idea to do more of like a personal episode and talk about yeah. girl friendships because those are freaking tricky. hard. Tricky, tricky, those tricky. Those are hard. Girlfriends are a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be that way. So until you find, like, your like, a good friend, like, I feel like it's a lot of work mm-hmm. to get there. It's hard to find people mm-hmm. you can mesh with because, mm-hmm. I mean, girls, you know, we think different than guys. So mm-hmm. if there's a problem, then there's a problem. And it's not just like, oh, bro, it's fine, and then – it's over guys can like really brush things off Mm -hmm. I mean like just the other day I was hanging out with a big group of people and one of the guys like tried starting a fight with the other guys like a physical altercation Mm -hmm. 
And then the next morning, they, like, chatted it out, and they're, like, totally friendly again. And it's oh like, okay, God. if you and I, if that happened, we would have, a, we'd be in a fight. Yeah. It wouldn't be just resolved the next morning. Yeah. It would be, like, we got to kind of work it. through this, or, yeah. and it's not, I feel like it's, it always is a little awkward for a little bit until you kind of, like. Whereas guys, it's just like, oh, yeah, man, no worries. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so I feel like. This has come into light a lot recently um, with, like, planning a wedding, Mm, for example. mm -hmm. You have, like, your bridesmaids and, oh, who am I going to pick? And, like, for me, I don't really have a lot of options. Like, I'm just not the kind of girl who just has, like, all these girlfriends. Um, I'm very selective with my people. And so since – talking about bridesmaids and stuff this just made me realize like wow I really don't have that many girlfriends and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it just shows that like girls are just tricky mm-hmm. and I have you know like one or two really good girlfriends but other than that like there's been times when I've started to try to begin a friendship and it just I don't even know like how to put it into words you just don't mesh or, like, things get misconstrued. And I'm a very stubborn person. You are. And so I feel like that makes it hard sometimes friendship-wise because I am stubborn. And so it's like, okay, well, if you piss me off, like, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And I believe in forgiveness. Forgive, don't forget. Mm-hmm. So I'll forgive you, but that doesn't mean that we're going to be besties again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just think in the past, friends have really hurt me. And so now I'm just like, you know, I would rather just be by myself and do things on my own than open that door and have the possibility of me getting hurt all over Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. Friend breakups hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, it's like grieving a relationship. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, like, girl friendships last longer than boy relationships. Yeah. So it, I, it, I feel like it hurts worse. Losing a friend sucks, for sure. I have, like, a completely different... <laughs> you do. Like, idea of friendships. For Mackenzie's me, friends with everybody. I'm friends with everybody. And I don't, I just want as many people as possible and I don't know where that stems from but like I'm not really friends with the girls I grew up with anymore you know like and I know people drift apart and I moved to a different state and I still like keep in touch with a lot of people but like my main friend group in high school like I don't talk to any of them anymore and I had a huge falling out with them and I just feel like at the end of the day like we were only meant to be friends like for a certain period of time. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's so true for so many people. Like some people come in your life just for a season mm-hmm. and just for when you need them in a period of time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you might not need them anymore. It might be time to move on. You're, you're in a new season of your life. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like in high school, it was like really hard for me to like accept the fact that I was like moving away from my friends. And I like wasn't going to be a part of that life anymore and they all still had each other and so that was really hard and I think losing that and seeing them all still being friends I was like 
I never want to like lose people again. Like I don't want to feel this way again. I don't want to like be singled out. So I now I think I just like want to hold on to everyone in my life. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to like stand for people like walking all over me, even though I do. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. But like I definitely am not going to just like keep people in my life just to keep people in my life. Yeah. But I definitely like give a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. Like if I get in a fight with somebody, I'll be like, okay, let's like this might not be resolved in a day, but like I I want to work this out because like mm-hmm. I want to still be, you know, your friend. Mm-hmm. So I just we are completely different in that way. We are. We are. And it's it's not to say that like I don't want, you know, all these girlfriends, but it's just I just am selective and and picky and it does suck for sure. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I wish I wasn't that way. But but we're also still so young. I know. Yeah. Well, and you were saying something about like your, you know, your high school friends. It's like, I cannot tell you the last time I talked to somebody from high school. Yeah. Like I, the minute I left, I did not keep in contact with anybody from high school. Well, the thing is, is neither did I. Like. Yeah, but you moved. I stayed here. That is true. I did move away. Um, I stayed here and I would see them at the grocery store and I would just be like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Mm. Like, I just would rather be alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm just very – yeah, I just like to be alone. I'm scared to be lonely because I've yeah. felt really lonely before. Like, I have felt mm-hmm. – I've gone through periods of time where I feel like I had no friends at all. Mm-hmm. Like, my senior year of high school is when I started to, like, lose those friends. And I, like, didn't go to my senior prom. I didn't do any of the fun senior activities because I'm, like, I don't think I have – like, a friend group to go with, and I'm not going to go by myself. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, so lonely seeing everyone on Instagram posting Mm -hmm. that they're, you know, going to senior prom, going – like, my school did so many things. They did, like, sober grad night where they rented out a water park for everyone, Mm -hmm. and they all went overnight to this water park. Like, I didn't go there. Yeah. Like, they had so many events, and, like, the only events that I went to for my senior year was my senior sunrise and sunset. Mm -hmm. And that's just because, like – that was easy. It wasn't like I had to worry about like dancing with people. Like we just all sat in lawn chairs and like watched the sunset and like signed yearbooks and stuff. So like that was easy for me to do, but it feels so lonely. Like watching everyone around you do fun things that you've been waiting your whole life basically to experience and then you're not experiencing it anymore. And that's how I feel about the bridesmaids thing. Yeah. It's like, When you see – when you picture a wedding or, like, you think about your wedding when you're little, you're like, oh, my gosh, who am I going to pick my maid of honor? Mm -hmm. What what color are the bridesmaids going to wear? And it's like I'm here and I'm not doing it at all. But I also think you have a good perspective on it. Like, you also say that – like, do you know how many stories there are of people who are like, I don't speak to my maid of honor anymore. I don't speak to one of my bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. And you were making a point that was like – what if I have all these group photos and there's like a couple people in these like photos that you're going to look at for the rest of your life. You're going to show your kids and and there's people that you're like, Oh my God, they like screwed me over. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to be positive about it and just like avoid drama and I'm not going to pick people just to pick people. Right. It's like, yeah, I have my people and that's okay. And 
But more and more people are doing unconventional things like that. Yeah. Like Hannah and Dylan just got married and she, she didn't, didn't have a bouquet. bouquet. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I and saw she, that. to her, she was like, I didn't even think twice about it. She's like, there wasn't a specific reason why I didn't have one. I just like didn't have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, I think, um, like you said, people, there's like seasons and stuff and maybe this, you know, being unemployed thing gives me plenty of time to. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a question. Huh. Would you ever do Bumble BFF? I have seen that. No. No. What if you, I mean, not, I wouldn't necessarily say right now, but I've thought like if I move to a new state to like start a new job or something Mm -hmm. and you're basically kind of starting over, would you do that or would you just kind of like wait, wait it out and see? I mean, I would so much rather go to a yoga class. Mm, That is true. And make friends there. Go sit at a cool coffee shop in in a new area Mm -hmm. and see if you can make friends with a barista or mm-hmm. go to Barnes and Noble and stand in the Colleen Hoover section and <laughs> see what happens. I don't know. But I just, I would much rather find friends in an organic way. I get that. I could see myself like getting lonely and being like, oh, it's so hard to put yourself out there. It's so hard to like yeah. go, even going to a yoga class and like wanting to speak out if people are already going with their friends and stuff. Like for me, I have a hard time being outspoken in that way and I get really shy like I get really really shy so I could definitely see myself like wanting to use a third party to like fair start and I feel like once I start to find like a little bit of a community or I like feel more comfortable then I'll be like oh now I am like oh I can go out and be more outspoken or like just go places and find friends but Mm -hmm. I think starting out I would want like a little boost yeah okay I want a girly pop friend. I'm your girly pop. Well, I, I'm like, let's go fuck right off. <laughs> More girly pop friends. We're building a we're trying. Pop community. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> Do you ever think that you're the toxic friend? I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. Not to you, I think. <laughs> <me too. laughs> you look me up and down, yeah, yeah, I think so. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I meant I think every single person has been the toxic friend. Yes. Even if you're not, like, necessarily trying or you think that you're a bad person, yeah. I just think that, like, everyone goes through hard yeah. times and they're not the best friend to other people. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think I'm a very, very good friend. You are. But I know that I haven't always been a good friend to people. hmm Because I go through shit mm-hmm. and I can't always, like – be good yeah like when I when I was in my relationship I heavily leaned on my roommate at the time and I would come home every single day and cry because it was just so bad and I would go into her room and she would like let me sit on her bed and I would cry every single day and she was there and I would text her all the time be like this just happened like I heavily leaned on her and she really really helped me out like she was a really good friend but it like was hurting her the whole time Mm -hmm. and I like didn't see it but yeah I didn't like check up on her you Mm -hmm. know I wasn't like hey are you okay and like looking back I'm like oh my god I I was so not a good friend to her because Mm -hmm. like I was just wanted her to help me yeah. And at the time, though, like, I don't want to beat myself up for a lot because at the time, 
I really just needed someone to be there for me. Like I couldn't even handle being there for somebody else because I was in such a shitty place. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to beat myself up over it, but you also can't expect people to stay in your life and keep giving and giving and giving to you if you can't give back. So it's like, I don't blame her for moving on and like moving to a new state and wanting to kind of start over and like not bring me into that new chapter of her life. So I understand and I don't really hold much. I don't like hold a grudge against her. You know, I like, she definitely said some really hurtful things when she ended it. And I am not okay with how she went about it because I think I wasn't intentionally trying to hurt her, but she intentionally tried to hurt me in the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw those text messages. Yeah, like, they, they were, were really they were, mean. They were vile. Yeah, for sure. So, like, if you want to remove yourself from someone, like, be the bigger person. You know, don't don't stoop to someone else's level. Mm-hmm. Don't be mean. Don't yeah. intentionally be an asshole. Yeah. Like, that's not going to help you in your future friendships. Like, no. That's not going to make you a better person or a better mm-hmm. friend if you are just going to be an asshole at the end yeah, of it. No. Even if someone's, like, being toxic towards you, if someone's bringing you down, like, don't stoop to that level. It's no. just going to hurt it. everything. What do you feel about competition in friendships? Mm-hmm. I – competition's everywhere. Yeah. And it's not intentional all the time, but mm-hmm. I feel the need to one-up – all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it just stems from, like, jealousy. Mm-hmm. I think, like, if friends tell me, like, oh, I finally got, like, this big girl job. Like, this is – I'm doing all these great things now. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I want to be happy for them. And I am. I, I definitely say, like, I am so happy for you. Yeah. But then internally I'm like, why did she do it before I did? Like, yeah. I haven't gotten the big girl job yet, and I'm still stuck in my retail job. And so I like I get envious really easily. I'll get jealous really easy, easily, and be like, "Why not me?" Yeah, it's so easy to yeah. feel competition. Girlfriendships aside, I feel competition everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere, there's competition between females on social media, mm-hmm. um, in friendships. Like it just it's everywhere. Yeah, and it's really hard. It is hard. And I don't mean to feel that way. It just, like, happens. I think it's just, like, the society we've kind of grown up in Mm -hmm. right now that it just – I can't help but be like, oh, why Why can't I be that ahead yet? Yeah. And I I mostly internalize it. I'm not like, oh, she doesn't deserve it or – like, I'm not mean about it. I'm not, like – I – But in your mind, you're thinking it. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, why me? Like, type of thing. (laughs) Totally. But, well, I sent you that TikTok. Skyla sent me a TikTok, uh, like, a little while ago, and it was basically, it was showing gratitude about being in a friendship that has no competition, Mm -hmm. and how amazing it is to finally have a friendship that you don't feel any competition, and I feel like that is our friendship. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I didn't, I didn't realize this until you sent me that TikTok, and I was like, whoa, but I feel like since Whoa. the beginning of our friendship, I have never felt me neither any any sort of animosity towards you. And to at all. be honest, I have no idea why. <laughs> I have no idea like how. Yeah, I don't. Because know. it's so easy to like watch your friends hit milestones, and of course, like you know, we're still happy for them, hundred percent. But sure. it's super easy to feel like, oh, I also want to be hitting 
milestones and I don't want to get left behind. But whereas with you, like if something happens with you, I am so incredibly happy for you. And I, for one second, don't think, oh, but I wish that was me. Like, I just don't. Honestly, I think it's because you and I have, are on like completely different paths. Mm -hmm. Like you and I are very different. Mm -hmm. And like career wise, we have no interest in the same career whatsoever. I mean, the podcast True. aside, like we love this, but we are like I am pursuing a real estate career and Skyla's pursuing an esthetician career. Like there's no completely crossover. Completely opposite. Yeah. So like I just feel like we have such different goals in our life mm-hmm. of like the milestones we want to hit career wise that like I don't feel any sense of competition with you at all no and I think that works so well for us yeah I I do think if like you and I were doing the exact same thing at the exact same time and one of us were to excel over the other maybe Mm -hmm. well I had a friend when I was doing real estate school one of my friends was also doing real estate school and we signed Mm -hmm. up at the same time Mm -hmm. and we were working retail together also at the Mm -hmm. same store and we signed up on the same day and then I was still in college. She wasn't in college at the time. So I was still in college. So I was having a hard time doing all of it. So I kind of focused more on my college classes because I was about to graduate. And so she only had time to focus on real estate. So I would, we would talk about it sometimes and she'd be like, oh, I'm already this far in the school. And I'd be like, oh my God, I have to catch up. Like I can't let her finish before me like we're supposed to be on the same path like I can't fall behind like I would feel so much competition and we were just in school right like we were just in school it's a self-paced course like we had to still get to the actual exam which is the actual hard part and I'm very good at test taking so I was like I need to slow down and not like worry about it Mm -hmm. and so then I just completely put it on the back burner and I was like I just need to focus on graduating and now I have my license and she just stopped school completely. So like, yeah, I'm like, why did I dwell on that? There's like, no need. There's no. I, you know, did what I had to do. I graduated college. Then I passed my exam. I'm now working at a brokerage. I'm like, all of the things that I was working towards fell into place. There was no need for me to like worry about someone else's progress. Yeah, no, because it just hinders you. Honestly, yeah. if you're and just it spending, makes you feel bad spending more time focusing on what others are doing or Mm -hmm. where others are in life. It's like, okay, no, take a step back. Worry about yourself. Mm -hmm. Worry about yourself. And it's hard. It is hard. It's like, it's so easy for your brain to just start like talking Mm -hmm. shit to you. Mm -hmm. And with you, I never feel that. I know. No competition over here. And that's sweet. That is sweet. And I'm so glad. (laughs) Me too. I finally am at a friendship where it's like, it's, easy it is easy super easy it's really easy yeah and if you find a friendship that is easy hold on to that yeah put in the effort Mm -hmm. work through any little blips like don't give up on it like it is not easy finding an easy friendship no definitely not and in two months we're gonna hit like our two-year friendship (gasps) anniversary oh my god you're so right isn't that crazy we should do something cute we should celebrate okay let's do like some dairy-free cupcakes or something (laughs) (laughs) let's do that okay but yeah definitely like look for people you don't feel like you're competing with Mm -hmm. because there's more genuinity for sure if that's even a word for sure 
and it makes you happier. It just makes yeah, it fulfills you more. And girls supporting girls all the way. But with that same, I always see people saying girls supporting girls, and, and they're not supporting girls. the wrong people mm-hmm. saying that. So, well, that's the same people who are like, oh, like anti-bullying or mental health matters but they're like the meanest people on the planet yeah we actually mean girl supporting girls we, yes we actually we do. mean it we do <laughs> okay i have a question for you okay i think that like finding good friendships healthy friendships and like knowing how to be in a friendship definitely just takes experience it takes like losing friends it takes like, being friends with different people to learn, like, what's a good friendship, what's a bad friendship, Mm -hmm. like, what it's like to be there for someone, to step up. Mm -hmm. So it definitely takes experience to kind of navigate being a friend. For sure. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're still young. Yeah. Like, I'm only 23, but I feel like I have a really good grip now. Yeah. On friendships, just because I've gone through so much shit with friends, I've Mm -hmm. lost lots of friends yep some my fault some not my fault and now I just feel like I have a really good group of people in my life right now so my question for you is what's the biggest thing you've learned about being a good friend a big thing in friendships that I look for at least is just having someone you can always count on Mm -hmm. I do not like friendships where you constantly feel like you are the one always reaching out. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So the biggest thing I've learned in being a good friend is that the phone goes both ways. Like effort. Effort. If I'm feeling like, oh, wow, they're always the one texting me, I'm going to start being a good friend and text them first. Right. And ask them how they're doing or ask them to hang out. Um, one-sided friendships are hard. They are. Don't, yeah. You don't want to yeah. be in a one-sided friendship. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm trying this even right now. Like, I – someone reached out to me who – we used to be friendly with each other. And she, you know, went out of her way to text me and ask me how I was doing. She went out of her way to ask if I wanted to hang out. And in the past, I would be like, ugh, I don't don't really want to. Like, why should I? Like, I don't – I don't see a reason. Whereas – now I'm like, you know, no, that was really nice of mm-hmm. her. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So we're hanging out tomorrow. Yay. That's <laughs> sweet. So I'm trying. But yeah, I think that's a big thing of being a good friend is mm-hmm. effort on both sides. That's a good one. What about you? I think support mm-hmm. is a big one for mm-hmm. me. I think life is really hard. Mm-hmm. And people go through shit all the time mm-hmm. and you need your friends with any aspect of your life when you're happy you want to celebrate with your friends when you're sad you want to lean on your friends mm-hmm. so support is like a huge thing like mm-hmm. I want to be able to surround myself with people who are happy for my successes and who will be there for my lows and like will experience all life has to offer with me mm-hmm. so I just I feel like support is the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's a really good one, Mm -hmm. for sure. Okay, I want, I wrote this little thing that Mm -hmm. I feel like was super inspirational. It was. I basically wanted to say, like, don't hesitate to reach out to your people. Mm -hmm. Like, like Skylar was saying, put in the effort, check up up, check up on your friends, 
effort is required to maintain healthy relationships as is like communication, support, all that kind of stuff. If you feel like effort is not being reciprocated, then maybe it's not a good friendship. But also, like you're saying too, like you need to check yourself. Mm-hmm. Be like, have I been reaching out and being like, are you okay? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is new in your life? Like, mm-hmm. make sure you're constantly checking yourself and being like, am I being a good friend? Ha- have I been supportive lately or have I been a Debbie Downer? Yeah. Like, how am I being towards these people in my life like definitely check yourself Mm -hmm. and friendships are not always going to be 50 50 no so there's not going to be times where you have to put in more or someone else has to put in more but know when to pick up the slack like know when it's your turn to step up know when someone in your life is having a bad time Mm -hmm. and that it's your turn to be like you know what I need to put in 70 percent 80% right now and I need to be the friend that they need yeah and then when you do that when it's your turn to be in the dumps Mm -hmm. you want them to come and be like I got you Mm -hmm. let me pick you back up let me support you I will be there and that's what makes like the best friendships okay well I had really fun me too talking about this episode and this topic girl friendships are hard and they always will be hard yeah and even when you're older like Mean girls don't grow up being mean girls. Like, no. my mom still tells me about shit that happens with her friends. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my mom is turning 60. Yep. And there's still mean girls out there. Yep. So just, like, surround yourself with the best people you can. And it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling like you don't have any girlfriends, we are your yes. girlfriends. Mm-hmm. We'll be your girlfriends. All right. Thanks for listening. And if you want, read Malibu Rising with us. Oh, yes. We're going to start it today. We're going to talk about it probably in like a month or so. Yeah. So if you want to be in with that, definitely start it soon. Yay. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.